0: Welcome to Drive-Thru View 442 Today we're going to take a look at Above and Below. Now this is a new game from Red Raven Games, designed, illustrated, published, and everything else you can think of uh, by Ryan Lockett. He's done uh, a few games that I really like, the 8-Minute Empire series, and then he's also got a bunch of other games in the line there. Uh, This one is, if you'd be super glib about it, you would smash like a Euro with Tales of the Arabian Nights. Then you've got sort of a book where you'll be reading random entries to sort of enhance your Euro game. Uh, let's just jump into how the game actually works and then I'll tell you what I think about it at the end now above and below has a very interesting theme the idea is that you have been kicked out of your previous realm and now you're trying to settle somewhere else and also you're going to be sort of exploring the underworld as you set up your little kingdom or your village now as I said it's sort of a traditional Euro game although there are some interesting elements to that for sure it also comes with this encounter book and I expect there will be more available online other books that you can download and during the course of actually exploring the underworld you can see these cards here you're going to roll a die and then based on whatever you roll you're going to go to entry number so maybe entry number 53 we're going to thumb through here we're going to find that we're going to read it more often than not it's going to give us a sort of moral choice so to speak that we can do and then we'll have a little bit of an encounter we'll use some of our villagers to help with the encounter and try to succeed it and we know there's different possibilities we can do I don't want to spoil anything but it will allow you to interact with different people and try out different things and you can make a decision it's going to be sort of a bonus on top of actually exploring whatever cavern uh, you excavated so to speak and the main reason you do that of course is to actually build new buildings in the underworld but you get this cool little bonus of a little maybe extra items or extra money or maybe it will move you up and down the reputation track based on the actions you do as you explore the below or the underworld now each player has a player board and you start with three workers you can see one sort of nondescript worker and then you have a builder who has this little mallet here and then you have this kind of teacher here and this person has the uh other. Now you can use these workers for a variety of reasons, but the builders and the teachers have this special ability. So as you do different actions with them, you're going to sort of exhaust them. And they're going to go to this little night space here. Then at the end of the round, you everybody that's asleep will wake up, and then you go to do the next thing. Now, sometimes you can actually exert uh, different members. So maybe I'll spend these two to do something. And then I exert one. Typically, this is when you uh, explore underworld. Then you can exert them. It might injure them, so to speak. But then you can recover them. And then it's sort of a two-step process. And here you can see the income that you will get each round. But as you stack different types of these goods in different spots, you're going to increase the amount of income. So maybe I'll put some of those fish there. And then I'll have some of these... Uh, vegetables here and maybe some rope and so on and there's a variety of different goods and you sort of pick one silo to store them as you play the game and then at the end of the game they're going to be worth a certain amount of points per item so at the end of the game these two here will be worth two points and i should say uh, the wood here is the special sort of kickstarter edition Um, the typical edition comes with cardboard but there's a variety of different things and some are more rare than others so you've got this here and then these so this little jewel and so on. So as we go up and store more, we're going to get more income. In this case, we'll have eight money per round. But each of these now is going to be worth four points each. So this is kind of the coolest part of the euro side of it. You know, the kind of the strategic mechanical side is kind of figuring out where to store these. because some, Like I said, some are rare, some are more common. Maybe you put a few in here, and then you stack up a whole bunch of the common ones at the end to give you more points. It's a cool, interesting way to do that. But before we get to the endgame scoring, let's take a look at the actions that you can do. You've got five actions that you can do here. And let's go ahead and work right to left. Now to do this, you go ahead and exhaust one or more of your villagers, and you'll take one dollar for each of those. And here you can see the money here. They come in different denominations. The next thing you can do is actually train and acquire a new villager. Now to do that, you must use somebody here with the quill. And this is sort of your teacher. And you'll go and acquire one of the new villagers from the supply. Now if you see here, we have this row of villagers on this main board. Now also on this board, players are going to have markers sort of marking their influence and this is sort of their, their good and evil track, if you will. The more you get up here, the better your opponent, or you are, and the more points you get at the end of the game, you might actually lose points at the end of the game for kind of going for the quick buck, so to speak. But here you can acquire new workers. Again, you need somebody with the quill. And then you pay this amount of gold to acquire that worker. And you can see, you can get another builder. This will allow you to build more stuff. You can get somebody that's good at both. And then we have these little dice here. And this is going to help you with the encounters and exploring, which I'll we'll talk about in a minute. But that's what you can do. You can pay some money and get a new worker. And they will come into the exhausted area of the board when you do that. Now the next thing you can do is actually to build a building. And again, you'll need to exhaust somebody with the mallet there. And when you build, you'll have a variety of cards. You'll have some of these above-ground cards, some of these underground cards available to you. You've also got some special cards, which I'll show you. But you exhaust a worker, you'll pay the cost, and then you'll be able to take this card and do that. So this is actually going to increase your income by one and then you're going to get one point uh, per fish at the end of the game this one here will actually come with a good on it and this you'll be able to harvest later and i'll show you the harvest action whereas this one here actually come with two you can see the two dots there they come with two of these little bits of rubble there. And this one actually allows you to re-roll a die uh, during an encounter, which I'll talk about in a minute. So you're going to pay the cost, and then you'll build the building. So everybody starts with this one building here, and you can see this has three beds. Uh, this is an above-ground building. I'll explain what the beds are in a minute. But you go ahead and build these, and you'll have just a big row of these. So maybe we built this other one here, like so. We're going to build that one. And then maybe we build this one here. This will come with two of these pots on here. And then this one gives us a fourth bed. Now, the number of beds allows us to uh, sort of refresh that many characters. So to start off, we can only refresh the starting three that we get. But we'll want to add more beds so that we can refresh more, you know, per round. Now, to build these underground buildings, we're going to have to have excavated and explored a new cavern. And you can only build these and put these on top of previously explored spots. But of course these are always the better buildings and they're a little bit more expensive to get. So how do we actually explore new areas and then also harvest new locations? We'll explain that now. So you've got, you can see two other actions here in addition to build. We've got harvest and then do the explore. So let's talk about harvest first. Well, Again, you need to exhaust one of your workers, and then you can take off one good from one of your cards and put it into your supply. And just a quick refresher, you remember, you want to be able to stack these and build these in a smart way to get more income and then more points at the end of the game. That's what these are really used for. But you can also put these up for sale, here. You can put a bunch of stuff up here like so. You can put whatever you want. There's also barrels and potions and things. And that's sort of on offer. You do this on your turn and somebody can pay you $3 or more. You can negotiate. They can pay you a minimum of $3 though and they can take that. Maybe uh, you know, you've know you got some goods that you, you, want, you don't really need based on how you're sort of organizing them here at the bottom of the board. And you need some extra money, of course, maybe to build that really cool building. But that's the harvest action to be able to take one off and then put it into your supply to be able either to store yourself or to offer up. And then now we have the explore action. You notice this has a two. That means we need at least two workers to be able to do that. You could send more if you like uh, to do the explore. And as I said, you take the top card. These will be face up and in the roll a die and then do the encounter. Now, when you do the encounter, it's going to ask you to do a test. And you need a certain amount of successes. So I might say you need three successes. Now you're going to roll a die. You'll organize these how you want. And you roll a die for each one in order. Sort of declaring as you roll. So let's take a look at some dice here. So we'll roll one for this guy. So we've got a three. So this is going to count as two successes. He's an easy one because on a one or higher, basically any roll, you'll get one success. But a three or higher, you'll get two. So now we're going to roll for this fella here. That's a miss. And then we're going to roll for her. That's a four, so that'll give us a success because it's a two or higher. So now we've got three successes. Now, depending on the choice that was presented to us in this booklet, that may or may not be enough, and as you acquire more and more workers, you can start to choose the more daring outcome. So I'm going to make this up off the top of my head, but let's say we sent these three folks down there, and they run into well, I don't know a lizard person, and they could negotiate and have a little chat with them, and maybe if you do that, you only need two successes, and then you don't know what the outcome is, but you know there will be some outcome. Or maybe you can jump them and stab them and rob them, but then you maybe you need five successes. So earlier in the game, you probably wouldn't try to do that but as you go along then you might try something a little more daring like that because you got more people and some better folks like this guy for example he'll give you three successes on a four or higher so that's a very cool interesting mechanic it works really well and you get a cool little story to read and a nice moral sort of choice uh, involved there Uh, one more thing i wanted to mention in regards to the buildings was they're going to be some of these special buildings these are randomly dealt out these are just cool little things that will give you special abilities like this will give you these two um, medicine potions that will allow you to heal sick people instantly so you can heal them and then they go right to the exhausted and then they, they recover that much quicker this will give you one per round and this will give you one point per cavern lighter reroll dice and then there's also some other bigger cards whoops at the bottom here and these are these are all of these are out and there's like five or six these and these are just worth lots of points at the end of the game based on the different sort of goods and things that you have two points per person and so on so um, these are sort of the big end game cards and these are some special cards that are randomly dealt out each game and that's pretty much the gist of the game okay so that is above and below there's a couple things i didn't show you there's some extra little optional modules you can do uh, there's a little rule sheet in there that sort of hints at other on counter books i believe there's two other ones possibly coming in the somewhat near future uh, so you might have different you know narratives that you can explore so as maybe you can download um, you know a different book and you kind of play the same sort of core system but then you have a whole bunch of new encounters in a sort of a different environment in a different world maybe there's like a lava world or something uh, you know or maybe a little bit more dangerous world or stuff like that so the game is kind of just ripe for expansions just by printing new books and adding different you know moral encounters and you know maybe a few tokens here and there i really enjoy the game (laughs) at the end of the day uh, very 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 different euro now speaking let's talk about the euro side of it first is this the organization of your different goods that you get and harvest it's pretty cool it's kind of an interesting way to do it it's probably been done in some other game that i've never played or don't remember Um, but i like it it's a nice little you know sort of mechanical le- lever pulling kind of thing where you're sort of concerned with the order that you do things it give you kind of a long-term strategy and it kind of scratches you know the itch that way and you've got your sort of traditional worker placement stuff where you you exhaust the guy you, you grab the building you've got different types of workers you know you try to get some of the cooler workers to go on the you know more builders or more encounter stuff Um, So that's all fine and dandy, but then you have got this cool little sort of thing that feels like it should be tacked on But it's definitely not is the storybook and you know the encounters and the different choices that you might have Um, That's very very interesting and it really works integrates well with the rest of the game It fits the theme because you're in a new land you're exploring you're excavating. You don't know what you can encounter It's a very strange world to you and it sort of augments the action that you normally need to do because you want to excavate you want to get those better buildings those underground buildings that are going to do more for your your engine and getting you know winning the game but it gives you that little bonus thing on top of just that action of exploring which is really cool it works really well and of course uh, the production is outstanding the art is great everything looks very integrated and well put together it all makes sense it's organized it looks gorgeous honestly Um, and you know that's (laughs) that is what it is right it looks great um but i would definitely recommend this game it's not a heavy euro by any means, but it is strategic it is interesting and it has that story element which is fun to read each other and that's just a nice element to add to a euro where you have this sort of strategic mindset but you can kind of take a break and there is there is a sort of break in the action so to speak at least from that sort of strategic side to pause read the story allow the person to choose and i've seen where players get very involved in that and they have a good time they kind of ad-lib on the story and sort of make up a backstory for maybe this person that you might encounter and have a really good time with it and then you kind of get back to doing your work and i really enjoy that but i've also seen where folks kind of Kind of like get to the point what's the target number i have to roll and they don't really care they just want to care how much you know maybe gold or whatever outcome or whatever is going to happen that's all i care about so that kind of detracts from a little bit but i like the mashing up of these two sort of worlds of just strict storytelling versus you know just kind of a pure abstract euro i think it works very very well and i would highly recommend it i would say for like 90 percent of people that want this sort of thing that would like just that little twist on the euro or like to play a storage driven game but also you know have some levers to pull and some exploration there in terms of the mechanics so i think this is going to be i i I think this is going to be a success with most groups but i have just to mention i have seen people just kind of gloss over the story part which frankly the reason i'm talking about so much because it kind of aggravates me (laughs) because i wish they wouldn't it doesn't i mean it really kind of irritated me a little bit to see people do that and like kind of rush the storytelling which i yeah i I don't know i had a problem with that i don't know why but i don't think that's the game's fault that's 100% that player's fault um you know, for not wanting to just relax for 60 seconds and let us play the game. It's just something I'm aware of. If you have people like that you play with, then, you know, don't play that with them, but still get the game. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. But I highly recommend this game. It's really fun. Thanks.